Hello and welcome to the season premiere of the Newsreel. My name is Ken. And my name is Jeremy. And for those of you who are checking out the uh, the Newsreel for the first time, well, on this show, we talk about current movie and TV news items. Uh, but before me and Jeremy uh, get into the Newsreel, let's, uh, you know, let's get into our TNR question of the day. And uh, you know what, Jeremy, in recent weeks, I, I believe it came out in mid-September, I believe. I forget the exact date, but there, that Netflix series, Squid Game, has just been taking the world by storm uh, by evidence of the, you know, the the memes on, on social media. And everyone's just really just talking about it. A lot of there's a lot of articles out, out on it. And so I know this isn't really the TNR question of the day just yet, but have you started or even finished Squid Game? Uh, I have not started. I've heard of it, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, but I have not started the series yet. Ah, okay. Well, uh, there won't be any spoilers here, but I just wanted to say that, you know, with, uh, you know, in the past, Netflix has produced very memeable, memeable content uh, in, you know, for you know, some of their TV and movie um, originals, such as, you know, Stranger Things is an obvious one. I remember Tiger King got a, a whole lot of memes. <laughs> uh, Making a Murderer, uh, Bird Box, The Queen's Gambit. And, and, you know, those are just a few. I know there's like a whole laundry list of uh, Netflix um, Netflix spe- uh, specials and originals that have become very memeable. So, the TNR question of the day, Jeremy, that I wanted to ask you is that in general, are you someone who likes to stay current and watch the latest hype Netflix movie or TV series as soon as possible? Or do you kind of usually wait? So personally for me, um, I like to wait, at least for the most part. I think for Squid Game, I'm the thing is, I've heard about it, but I haven't heard if it was good or not. That's the thing. It's like I've seen like these memes and all that stuff. It's getting all this buzz. But when it comes to Netflix movies or TV shows, sometimes the buzz is not good buzz, you know? <laughs> yeah. So when when I heard Squid Game and uh, I heard the, I, when I heard the premise, I'm like, it sounds like a good premise. But at the same time, it could be like a really crappy show because it's on Netflix, you know? Right. Um, so, and I still don't know the case. Someone has to tell me if it's actually like, is it legitly like a, a good show or is it just memeable pretty much? Right. Uh, but I'm the type of per- I'm the type of viewer that uh, either waits to watch it to see how everyone else kind of feels about it, if it's worth it or not, if it'll, uh, the hype is long enough yeah uh but i'll only watch it right away if it really strikes a uh it it really like strikes a nerve with me like right away and i know i have to watch it yeah it could be like maybe a specific genre uh that interests you or maybe a a, an actor that you like say for example if arnold schwarzenegger were to do a netflix (laughs) original series that's definitely going to be on your uh like premiere list right yeah, whether it be good or not, <laughs> it, it would. Uh, I'm there day one, man. Yeah, exactly. So it would have to kind of depend on some of those factors as well. Right? Yeah, exactly. How about you? Yeah. 
Well, for me, I, I, I'm the same. I usually wait until the hype dies down because for me, it's kind of the opposite of what you were saying. You know, I actually the, the reason why I wait is because I don't want to be influenced by the memes as much as I can or or some of the, you know, maybe some of my friends, you know, if they're if they happen to be talking about it, if they're trying to hype it up a lot, I try to kind of let that die down a little bit before I get into it. That way it can kind of go in um, kind of, you know, kind of cold, you know, like n- with no expectations, with, uh, you know, I'm not really thinking about it too much because usually with Netflix shows or even uh, movies, I rarely would watch any of the trailers. So I don't really know what's going on unless I see it on social media and I'm like, okay, um, I'll eventually get to it or what. But for me, sometimes I will fall into that trap, though. I will admit, because sometimes all the memes and everything, it's like, oh, dude, I feel like I'm missing out. You know, you get that FOMO, right? Mm, mm, You're like, oh, man, I I don't want to get spoiled. So I don't want to. So I have to watch it, but I'm not ready to watch it yet. I don't know. It's just for me, it's that internal struggle. And for me, that's kind of where I was with Squid Game because I, I got caught between a rock and a hard place of, hey, do I want to, do I want to wait like I normally would, or do I want to get risk getting stuff spoiled, and or, and have that FOMO feeling. <laughs> so should I should I start watching it? So, mm. um, yeah. Um, Quickly though, have you started it? I have, I have. Okay. I will. I'll mention to you offline um, what how I feel about it. Mm. So I don't. I don't want to give spoilers either. Yeah. Too. So yeah. I, I don't want to try to sway you either. I have a feeling I know how you would feel about the show, but it, it would be something that we could discuss offline. I see. All right. Might yeah. need to bring this up later if uh you know the if it ever comes to that if we, we if we both watch it obviously yeah exactly it. exactly all right dude so i usually bring a movie topic to the newsreel but it's this one's kind of related so it's i'm bringing a, another tv topic but it's going to be uh based on the suicide squad the oh the Suicide the Squad. Suicide, there, yeah, it's a character. huge, huge <laughs> distinction. Huge difference. <laughs> uh, because an exclusive clip came out, basically like a teaser trailer for the show Peacemaker came out, you know, starring John Cena. <laughs> I got it. And <laughs> um, yeah, I, obviously I, I told you to watch the clip and... Basically, I'm wondering, what do you think the tone is going to be like for the Peacemaker show? And like, do you think it's going to be exactly like the Suicide Squad, or do you think they might go even more funny or darker? I think they'll they'll try to somehow get funnier and darker at the same time. <laughs> I because I feel like. Um, it, it it was kind of a uh, a little bit of an unexpected twist to have Peacemaker kind of. Should I give the spoiler? <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> for for the Suicide yeah. Squad. Yeah, I'm for saying. the Suicide Squad. Yeah. 
Okay, this is kind of a minor spoiler for John Cena's character, the Peacemaker. He ends up kind of turning on uh, on Rick Flag, and uh, you know, for deeper than expected reasons. I was like actually surprised it it actually made sense. It was probably one of the best things that I enjoyed about it, and it kind of frustrated me that when we actually watched that uh, free. Um, screening that's the part where i was dozing off i'm like no yeah yeah (laughs) but i'm glad i finally ended up watching it you know because it was on hbo max um and i'm hoping that it comes back soon on hbo hbo max because i i i think the suicide squad has a a lot of uh replayability rewatchability to it um but i'm glad that even if it isn't then we'll, we'll still get the peacemaker uh but I have a feeling that when we get to the main storyline, I think it will get darker. I think that's where I get mm. to like my my answer to your question. But there's going to be so many different like gags and jokes and stuff because man, they they did a really good job establishing his character as a likable character for the most part, even though he did that WWE esque heel turn at the end. And, you know, we love that, <laughs> the yeah. heel turn. So much better than his face turn in uh, F9. Yes, yes. And we get into that in our uh, in our uh, season two finale of the newsreel with a wrap-up show. Um, because we did talk spoilers on that, on, that, uh, on that episode, right? Yeah, you don't... Yeah. My, my roommate was asking, uh, should I watch, like, F9? Should I watch Mortal Kombat? I'm like... Those are literally the worst movies that we talked about <laughs> last season. <laughs> um, hey, but uh, if he wants to watch them, feel free to do so. But also check out the podcast afterwards to see if you agree with us. That's true. That's true. Uh, for me, for for Peacemaker, I hope they go darker just for the fact it's going to be on HBO Max. Oh, yeah. Right. It's not going to be, you know, rated R movies get really dark nowadays, too. But the, you know, basically rated R shows, what do they call it? Rated 18? MA, uh, TVMA. TVMA, yeah. Um, yeah, basically, I, I feel like they're going to get even darker, too. Uh, and I hope the story is fairly grounded. You know, I, I, they shouldn't go, like, put another Starro uh, in, <laughs> <laughs> in Peacemaker. Also, just because his skill set I don't think it would lend well to like a huge battle type thing. Stick to something on the level of Daredevil or Punisher where it's more of um like ground level villains yeah. or heroes. I, w- I could see that working out um, because, I mean, his uh, special skill other than his wit <laughs> and his costume choices. <laughs> um, you know, I... I don't know if, if I missed anything else, and correct me if I'm wrong, because, again, I'm kind of a casual when it comes to um, this, the Suicide Squad anyway. It seems like like his best attribute was his sharp shooterness, if, if that's a word. Pretty much that and, like, br- brutality, I guess. Yeah. Oh, true. Uh, his conviction for freedom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. His version, it's, at least. <laughs> yeah, it's like a parodied uh, rated R version of captain america ish (laughs) pretty much (laughs) uh because i know like they compared him and blood sport a lot yeah in the movie 
But Bloodsport had so many more weapons. So... And I, I, even against Starro, Bloodsport didn't do too much. You know, he had his big guns, but it didn't really, like, penetrate any of Starro's stuff. So yeah. he just had to hold out. Very true. So, I mean, <laughs> maybe I, I, I probably should come up with a movie topic just to switch things up. Not this week, anyway. I am the TV guy. I actually did come up with a TV topic. And actually, yesterday, HBO, speaking of HBO, HBO Max, still not sponsored. Um, Hopefully by the time these shows come out. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty nice, actually. Well, the TV show that I'm gonna show that, that that I'm gonna talk about is, um, is gonna be House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon is actually a prequel to Game of Thrones, and it's coming out next year. And yesterday they came out with a teaser trailer, and so um, I think you watched the trailer, right? I did. Yeah, you did. Okay. Well, this isn't the question, but first of all, what did you think of the trailer? Uh definitely gave me like season one of game of thrones vibes i definitely got that and because there was this uh i tried to go into the trailer not knowing it was a game of thrones you know um uh license pretty much yeah and i just wanted to see like how did i feel about it i just thought it was okay uh in terms of the trailer but once they showed like oh this is in the game of thrones universe or whatever i'm like oh yeah just trying to see it from like an outsider's perspective. If I didn't know this show was coming out, yeah, I could see that. I actually see saw similarities to I know like towards the end of uh, the second season uh, in an episode of the Newsreel, we talked about the last duel. It actually kind of reminded me a little bit of that, except with less star power and within the HBO Game of Thrones universe. You know what I mean? I could I could definitely see that because it had a lot of the medieval stuff, obviously from from Westeros. But a lot of people with white wigs. <laughs> yeah, that's why it also reminded me of The Witcher. I was oh, like, yes. oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. So oh, I don't know, man. Like, how do you feel about? Because obviously, I haven't finished Game of Thrones, but you have, <laughs> uh, and this is a prequel. So, how do you kind of feel about this teaser? Was it a good teaser for you? I think it was a good teaser in that it it just did that. It, it was just a teaser. Uh, I think this is just v- the very beginning of whatever set footage they had, and they just wanted to kind of start building the hype for next year. Um, I totally agree with your assessment, even though you haven't finished it. I thought I also got season one vibes off of uh, that teaser trailer too, because it seemed a little bit more grounded. Obviously, um, you know, it's House of the Dragon. We're going to eventually see dragons, and they didn't actually reveal it and and that was like the huge Mm. thing about season one of game of thrones is really you only got one dragon shot it was at the basically very end of that first season spoiler alert 10 year spoiler (laughs) alert for season one of game of thrones (laughs) but um yeah i i i liked it it did its job um in that it just okay got the hype started you know it was a more of us more of a spark than anything and so um I, I would imagine a lot of Game of Thrones fans are just hoping that this kind of washes away a little bit of the stink of uh, season eight of Game of Thrones. Mm, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen season eight, but obviously yeah. uh, it was kind of hard to avoid the talk, the talks <laughs> and discussions of season eight. So hopefully I, this one's good. 
Yeah, actually, the um, my next question that I wanted to ask you, because you kind of set it up, be, the fact that you hadn't finished Game of Thrones, do you think, uh, did this trailer actually do anything to get you to eventually finish Game of Thrones? Did it affect it in any way? Did it raise your, like, oh, I want to do uh, watch it, or did mm, it didn't do anything for you? I don't think it really did anything for me. I, I think mostly just because it's a prequel. Uh-huh. If it was a sequel then uh, I'd probably be more inclined to finish it. But I've actually been thinking about continuing um, Game of Thrones. Once in a while, sometimes I get that little urge, and then I'm like, eh, maybe I should finish uh, Breaking Bad first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's more of uh, what I'm usually into. But those two shows are definitely like the shows I, I really need to finish. Probably in that order, though. Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones. Then Game of Thrones. Okay, well, speaking of Game of Thrones, though, um, and and I'm going to test your memory because it it has been a while since you started and then obviously stopped for now. uh, And you you finished up to season four, right? You finished season four. Yeah, I finished season four. Yeah, so you're literally halfway through. Was there a favorite storyline or even just favorite character or characters that you do remember that you were like kind of rooting for or maybe rooting hard, you know, just really just hard. You just wanted them to die or whatever. Oh shoot. Um, I mean, there was the obvious one of what's his name? The freaking kid from Batman begins. (laughs) Oh, uh, (laughs) Joffrey (laughs) Joffrey. Of course everyone hates him, but you know, that was Mm -hmm. the thing I honestly, but, uh, from, from where I stopped, I think I always found um, the Jamie Lannister uh, storyline very interesting just because of how he started. He's such a dislikable character, did not like him. Uh, but as you keep watching, it's not like you root for him, but he's just an interesting character to watch. Yeah. Uh, and just the development that character goes through from what I've seen until season four, especially when, I guess, spoiler alert. He like gets his hand cut off. Uh, I was like, "Dang!" And obviously, he him being like a swordsman and all that stuff, um, it being his right hand and everything, was uh, crazy to me. So I think that storyline was always stood out to me. Um, and hope I've always wanted to know like the resolution too to that story. Mm, that is a good one man you should definitely you're you're starting to get me hyped to, to maybe do another <laughs> game of thrones rewatch another like i think i've watched it like 20 times it seems like yeah uh, i do yeah you do seem to rewatch it quite a bit and it, but it always seemed like it was good until uh that last season that's what i've always heard yeah i will admit that i i've only i tried to do a a rewatch when they were uh when they were trying to advertise the iron anniversary which happens to be the 10 year anniversary of season one i was like "Ooh, i'm gonna do another complete rewatch because i hadn't watched any episodes since the series finale in 2019 amazingly enough Mm. i got one episode into my rewatch and i was like oh i got i got distracted with other shows (laughs) that's the problem man there's like so many shows coming out so many movies Mm. um some yeah, but gotta make space for especially these shows that are apparently like top ten of all time. That's right. what I gotta do. I got that's what I gotta tell myself. Yeah. Well, last question regarding the uh, the House of the Dragon teaser trailer. That's well, it's related anyway. And it's I'm going back to Game of Thrones again. 
do you actually recall any like Targaryen stuff? You know, mainly with Daenerys, um, or even you know early season one with uh, her brother Viserys, and obviously you saw his demise in season one. Uh, did any of the Targaryen stuff uh, intri- like intrigue you at all uh, up to end of season four? Yeah, I mean, for me, it was like when she f- got her dragons. I thought it was it just seemed like there was a lot of setup for mm-hmm. her character, like her gaining uh, basically this power. I found like obviously it was it's like a whole series development for for that character. Mm-hmm. So in a way, it, it, sometimes it. Uh, that's the danger of of doing something like that <laughs> uh, where it's there's not too many resolutions in like a season, but it's more like an overarching throughout the whole series. And if you don't stick that landing, uh, then it's gonna be like a whole waste of time because the whole like she seemed like she was a huge part of the show. so but from what I've seen, I I always thought the dragon stuff, um, but because it's such a, from her storyline, such a political storyline, mm-hmm. I think that's uh, where I don't remember too much specifically. Yeah. 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 With um, especially the first half of uh, Daenerys' storyline, there was a lot of ups and downs. I felt like she was really good in season one because, you know, of like her underdog status, you know, she mm-hmm. was she did so much bad stuff happened to her, you know, just being abused by her brother. And, um, at first, you know, basically literally getting raped, uh, on her wedding night, um, by, by Cal Drogo, um, Jason Momoa. And then, um, you know, you can kind of see her kind of coming up from under that. Um, and then season two stuff was a lot of hidden miss though. Uh, that's probably one of her weaker seasons. And then it starts to pick up a little bit. I felt like Daenerys's overall story arc was a lot. Uh, bit, I think it's a roller coaster. Even though I did like her character a lot, um, she wasn't in the most exciting stuff at all, at all the times. But when her stuff was good, it was really good. When her mm-hmm. stuff was meh, it was really meh. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. That's how I felt. That. That's why I don't really remember a lot of specific stuff. Okay. Okay. I, I'm kind of curious to see because obviously this is going to be about that family, mm-hmm. that house, House Targaryen. Um, and so I guess that's the thing that I'm, I would be worried about. Basically we're just focusing on one family now. Whereas, you know, the, I thought the draw with Game of Thrones is that you get to pick a house or, you know, several houses where it's like, Oh, a lot of fun stuff is happening with the uh, the Lannisters or up at the wall or um, sometimes, you know, like stuff would happen in Winterfell or just kind of in the in, in just kind of in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I'm curious to see how they make that adjustment. And obviously it'll be, you know, different directors between um, different di- uh, directors. And it's not going to be uh, Benioff and Weiss. Um I guess for better and for worse, <laughs> depending on who you ask. <laughs> That's true. That could that could be a good thing, could be a bad thing. They could either just focus a lot more on the family 
Mm-hmm. And uh, at the same time, it is a show, especially mm-hmm. if it's like one-hour episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes it is good to get different like perspectives, and that is somewhat of the draw of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll see. If they write it really well, then it's all that matters. Oh, yeah. That's that's a huge caveat. Has to be written well. But at least we'll get to see some dragons. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully. Not, hopefully not, uh, it's not just one shot. <laughs> so, uh, so, Jeremy, uh, do you want to preview actually what we have upcoming for the Weekly Reel podcast? Yep. This coming Monday, uh, Cletus Cassidy... In uh, Venom 2018, he said when he gets out of prison, he's going to bring some carnage. And so we actually get a sequel called Venom, Let There Be Carnage. And uh, let's just say Carnage is on the loose now. And Eddie Brock's going to need to stop him, him and Venom. So, yeah, on Monday, we're going to be talking about Venom, Let There Be Carnage. It's out in theaters right now. So if you want to go check it out, I don't think it's streaming in anywhere. Uh, you got to go check it out in theaters. And um, it's looking pretty good, though, in terms of people going to the, the movie theater to go watch it. Yeah, uh, I think it it's done really well, actually. I remember it did. Uh, I think it was the highest grossing first day, wasn't it? I think so. I think it, at the same time, it's riding off the coattails of Shang-Chi. Yeah. So it's like it it got that that benefit of oh yeah it's good it's a good time to go to the movies. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Hey, whatever they need to do. Um and uh for those of you who are busy people, you'll I guess you'll like the fact that it's a, an hour and a half. So, you know, stop by, watch a quick movie and then go out and get some food or go out for a drink or something like that. Talk about the movie and obviously listen to the podcast on Monday. Yeah. Well, definitely, uh, I have some stuff to say about that movie and compared to the first movie. But yeah, Monday, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Yes, yes. So uh, if they want to follow the Weekly Reel podcast on the social medias, where can they do that, Jeremy? Yep, it's going to be at Weekly Reel on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Yes, it is. And so... um. Yeah. Thank you again for checking us out. This is the first newsreel that we've had in, in, in a few months. It was good to be back to, you know, just have some spontaneous uh, conversations about TV and TV, apparently. Yeah, TV and TV. <laughs> yeah, TV and TV. But we'll, we'll try to get some movie topics for you next week. And uh, again, thank you all for listening. And we'll see you next time on The Reel. <laughs>